0: Should you target the minimum? Written by Scott Young, February 2019. Whenever you set a goal, create a new habit, or make some plan for your life, there's a few different ways you can go about it. The first way is to target the minimum output. So the idea here is that you focus on always doing at least a little bit so that overall you'll end up doing enough to make it count. Examples are meditating for 10 minutes a day, taking the stairs at work to get in shape, or learning a new word every day. The second way is to target the average output. Here, you focus on setting a goal that you don't always achieve, but if you reach it enough, you'll end up making a big difference. So examples are writing a new blog post every week, reading two books a month, or going to the gym four times per week. A final way is to focus on the maximum output. Invest your energy in surmounting a specific, intense threshold that will push you to the new level. Examples are improving your one-rep maximum for the bench press, deliberate practice, or aiming at setting a personal best for your running times. A huge array of different suggestions from personal development flow into one of these three types, and yet I've rarely seen them analyzed together. I'd like to do that and try to see if there's a way of thinking which can make sense of when you should expect each type to be more useful. When should you focus on the minimum? So to understand when each of these strategies succeeds or underperforms, you need to compare them to the status quo. The status quo in minimum focus projects is zero. This is the default and what will happen in the overwhelming majority of cases. So one habit I focused on this way was doing 50 push-ups every day. So some people, when I mentioned this habit, critiqued it as saying, well, that's not ideal for fitness. But, you know, this is ignoring the alternative that usually I would do no push-ups in the day. So some is certainly better than none. Doing the push-ups hasn't stopped me from going to the gym, but keeping the habit has made me stronger. Another way I've used this was for doing reading practice in Chinese. I set a goal to do 10 minutes per day. Again, the default here, the status quo, was zero. Most days I did no practice, so a 10-minute goal, even if I should you know, really do more than this, is going to be an improvement. The other reason to focus on a minimum is that it assumes that the difficulty is in getting started. When initiating a behavior or effort is the hardest step in the process, you want to set lower thresholds for effort so you can make starting as easy as possible. Minimum targeting works very well for establishing stable long-term habits. It also works when the status quo is very low or zero effort. Finally, it makes sense when initiating effort is the hardest obstacle to overcome. When should you target the average? In contrast to minimums, many goals are set by trying to provoke an average investment. The difference between this approach and a minimum isn't, however, strictly about how much effort you put in. Rather, it is how you frame the goal. Consider my Year Without English project. That goal used, as a minimum, not speaking any English. This was intense, but the focus was on not breaking the habit ever. Thus, it was a focus on the minimum output rather than on a goal of reaching a certain average amount of practice per day. Compare that to a goal to learn a language by putting in about 10 hours per week. Some weeks you'll do less and others you may do more. The emphasis isn't on never missing a session, but on trying to reach some general threshold of effort into language learning. Focusing on the average can make sense when input isn't a problem. If you're already going to do some work towards your goal or it's always in your field of consciousness, then the benefits of minimal habits are lower. If the status quo is non-negligible, then you may want to push at it rather than set a minimum you're already going to reach by default. Targeting the average, however, is long-term in mind. You're hoping to sustain something even if it's not always a perfectly easy and consistent output. I have a current goal right now of writing five new articles per week, as of the time that I wrote this article. So some weeks, that might be impossible and I'll fail. But the goal is to try to reach this as much as possible, and hopefully the average will bear this out average targeting works well when you're already putting in a fair bit of effort and you want to improve that effort and yet your focus is suitably long-term. When should you focus on the maximum? Focusing on the maximum has the advantage that it can expand your potential. Many areas of growth exhibit some elements of friction that barring some kind of intense effort, planning, and potential frustration they won't be realized. Deliberate practice epitomizes this strategy. By putting in an uncomfortably high focus on quality, narrowing onto specific aspects of performance with clear feedback, you can get better. Such a peak learning state is less likely to occur if you don't aim for this effort deliberately. Aiming at one-rep maximums or reaching personal bests in fitness, learning, or life are also attempts to focus on a maximum. They too are less likely to spontaneously come about without some conscious effort. Now, of course, the downside of focusing on reaching a maximum is that it often isn't sustainable. Bursts of high intensity rarely make for long-term, stable habits. Therefore, those who engage in routine exercises of maximum targeting efforts often require continued obsession with performance. Maximum targeting efforts require all of your attention and energy. They can't be engaged lightly in the background. Maximum targeting works well when there is an efficiency gain for reaching a higher level of intensity, or where other barriers impede progress without such intensity. They work well either with sustained obsession, or careful transition to average or minimum targeted goals once the burst has finished. Minimum targeting is the art of patience, endurance, and small efforts to accumulate into large games. Average targeting is the strategy of continuing what you've been doing, but expecting more of yourself and continuing it for longer. Maximum targeting is a sprint which can climb over mountains, but can't be sustained perpetually. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud, please consider rating my show. It helps other people find it. For more episodes like this, please visit my website at ScottHYoung.com. That's S-C-O-T-T H-Y-U-N-G dot com. Thank you.